I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello? Hello? Podcast Network Asia. This episode is brought to you by Podmetrics. Podmetrics is a podcast analytics platform that enables podcasters to see all the relevant data they need to know about their podcast's audience. Sign up now at podmetrics.co and use the referral code RESTING2XPOD. Again, the code RESTING2XPOD. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I said give me the hell, yeah! Hey, this is Zayda Zay. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. You need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! Hey, everyone. This is Jeff Cobb, and you're listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. You are listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C. and Ro Moran coming to you on this audio-only version of the pod. And man, we have a very, uh, very, very fun conversation waiting in the wings for you. We're talking to Bibo Reyes, whose name you might recognize from Anghuling El Bimbo. He played young Hector over there. He's also been in Waitress and a whole bunch of other musicals here in the local theater scene. Siyempre, theater and wrestling, they intersect a whole lot. I mean, you know, MWF palang sobrang dami na, di ba? And the fact that at PWR, we used to hold shows at a legit theater venue at uh, Power Max Center Spotlight. And when I first reached out to Bibo Reyes on Twitter, I was like, hmm, I wonder how big of a fan he is. I mean, he must know his fair share because he knows and likes Judas by Fozzie well enough to do a cover on it. Nanapansini Chris Jericho. But man, this conversation just went in so many different directions I did not expect. In a good way. So yeah. uh, you guys are in for a really fun conversation. I think if you listened or if you tuned in to yung interview now with JDL and Ken Warren, I think you have an idea of what to expect. But otherwise, I think you will be pleasantly surprised as we were too. So yeah. Yeah, uh, he talks a lot about his fandom, his favorite wrestlers, his favorite video game, and going to WrestleMania uh, way before you know we ever got to talk to our friends who'd also been to WrestleMania's past. So, yun, um, he's got a lot of stories about that. That's all coming up on this week's exclusive audio-only episode of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Before we get to B-Boreas, though, let's tell you about the need for a reliable courier, especially at a time like this when we're all working from home. And thankfully, Mr. Speedy is there to take care of all our delivery needs. And in fact, they've got a special offer available for you just because you're a listener of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. So get this, you can get 50 pesos off your first Mr. Speedy delivery by using our promo code Wrestling Wrestling X Mr. Speedy. That's the word wrestling spelled twice, the letter X, and then the letters M-R-S-P-E-E-D-Y. 50 pesos off your first delivery. That's a huge discount given the prices of deliveries. And this is available on MrSpeedy.ph or on the Mr. Speedy app, which you can get on the Apple App Store, the Google Play Store, and the Huawei Mobile Gallery. And it's available in Metro Manila, Cebu, Davao, and all nearby provinces. So once again, use our promo code WrestlingWrestlingXMrSpeedy and get 50 pesos off your first delivery right now. All right, time for us to get to the main event. Here's our conversation with the great Bibo Reyes. We're back with another exclusive audio-only episode right here on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. And I'm personally excited for this guest because I'd like to think he's a fellow Jericho-holic. So I bust out my Chris Jericho shirt for today. Bibo Reyes is here on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. How's it going, man? Hey, man. It's good. It's good. Uh, How are you? We're great. Uh, you know, like you, I'm guessing, uh, stuck at home parin, you know, <laughs> in <laughs> of season course, X course. of uh, of GCQ or whatever the hell we're on right now. Oh, that's depressing to hear. <laughs> 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 
No, but uh, we we want to know, like, for uh, someone like yourself, whose uh, main field is theater, how have you guys been through this entire time? Ah, uh, dude. I mean, uh, of course, we've we've gone on and on about it on whatever platforms we have. But you know, a uh, long story short, it's obviously like you guys uh, in the wrestling world in any performance arts that involves a live audience. It's you know, it, it, you just it just can't happen right now. So whatever online avenues are available, a lot of theater performers have, have gone to streaming now. So stuff like that, usually. Um, well, the lucky ones get like projects that are that are uh, work from home, like shoot from home type deals, uh, whatever ads and stuff. But, you know, as people and companies' patience has worn thin with actually complying with what needs to happen during a pandemic, like more and more stuff are <laughs> Going no as 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 if nothing is wrong. So that, that that's kind of where we're at as far as the balance of the field and how exactly we get over this worldwide uh, <laughs> disease going around. I know. I, know. I I mean, uh, there's so many people we can throw under the bus, but let's let's not do that. I know, <laughs> I know dude. Okay, let's not do that. Look at Oh, Gmuna, Gmuna. Although I think we all know who to blame right now. Um, let's focus on you though. Let's focus on the good stuff. Yeah, and I started following you on Twitter because I saw that you appeared on Chris Jericho's Twitter timeline. He, in fact, yeah. he retweeted your cover of Judas, which I, I also took a few minutes to to listen to it. I loved it. That was pretty good. Um, how did you decide to just do a cover of Judas? Yeah, a cover a cover of his number one song, which is the absolute markiest thing to do. But okay, a real story is there's this thing on YouTube called the Movie Trivia Schmodown. It's a movie trivia uh, series uh, competition. It has a bit of a following as far as the YouTube movie scene goes, like uh, reviewers and pundits and stuff like that. And Jericho is a part of it. He he's competed in the Movie Trivia Schmodown. And I, they opened auditions for it uh, this year because because they're able to get competitors and uh, participants uh, worldwide since uh, they've been been forced to do it online. They used to do it in studio, and since he, uh, I, I sent in an audition, and I figured I would try to get El Champion's attention through Twitter, and then. Uh, implore him to maybe put in a good word for me. I did get in. I don't know if... if Oi, congrats. If, congrats, uh, congrats. Thank you. It, it was just a draft and then I wasn't drafted, which, which sucks, but there's like this minor league they're going to probably put us in. Anyway, <laughs> you know, and I was just trying to get his attention and then it worked. But also, I love the song and I figured like there probably aren't many wrestling fans who who are performers that or are are, are, are are singers or like actively do, do covers of stuff. Not that I'm like a professional singer by any stretch, nor do I do a lot of covers. But, you know, it's just one of those things where you put uh, a lot of things you love together. And since I, you know, I have a decent following because of because of the theater and stuff like that, I figured I'd try to get Jericho to notice me, Senpai. You're not a, prof- <laughs> you're not a professional singer because your voice is so strong. Like, when you hear the song, it's metal really voices. When you, when you uh, hear you. your well, cover. <laughs> Uh, no, well, I, 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 I'm a professional singer in the sense that I get paid to sing right. in, because, I, because I'm in musical theater, right? But as far as like being just a singer, like straight up, like I am a songer and you will <laughs> listen to me, uh, serenade you. That's not, that's really not, it's really not. Uh, but but every, uh, my peers in the theater world will uh, know as much that I, I, I sing on stage in a musical, but as far as like a concert stuff like that's not really not really my beat but hey uh mission accomplished jericho put you over and uh he even said <laughs> so uh how did that feel Naman, for you because you know you set out to do one goal and boom mission accomplished ah uh, dude it was it was a trip I, honestly when i first tweeted it i i i i, I don't have that many like I, I don't have like a huge following that like you know latches onto my every word and it got uh if i tweet something that resonates with people, like it'll get a, a good amount of likes. If it's something that involves theater, it, 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 it usually gets, because there are a lot of young people who are into, who have gotten into theater now because of some things that uh, happened during the pandemic. But like for the most part, like uh, my tweets will get a, a few, a few, a couple likes here and there. 
I was pretty discouraged when I first tweeted it out because it got like, I don't know, like 20, 30 likes. And I was like, <laughs> oh, oh man, he's not going to notice it this rate. And you know how when you, when you when you tweet at a famous person, like you look at their mentions and see like, oh man, it's been like five seconds and it's already like the 10th one there. Like he's not going to see this. Oh, well. And then throughout the day, I was like, ah, whatever. Okay. And then I went went to sleep. I woke up to to his retweet, and I was like, "Oh man, yeah, it worked. Yes, all right, <laughs> let's go." And it was a trip. Now um, Jericho is like one of the the greats whom I haven't been able to see live. It's one of my greatest wrestling regrets, and uh, it was just really cool to to be able to interact with him thanks to the the Sochmeds. Yeah, the power of social media. So, so yeah, let's dig into your fandom and get to know it a little bit better. When did you become a, a fan of wrestling and who was the first wrestler that caught your eye? I, I, you know, as it is with most people in our age bracket, uh, growing <laughs> up in the 90s, of course, it was the Attitude Era that, that really was like, you know, that's the foundation of my fandom. My favorite of all time, like no one can tell me anything. It, it's Stone Cold Steve Austin, like straight up. Like I will, I will go absolutely bonkers for CM Punk, and like my fandom for him is like at another level. But I still will hold Stone Cold above him and everyone else. Um, I know that's obviously it's largely subjective, but Stone Cold is the goat for me. But you know, and of course, I knew I knew you you you'd ask uh, these uh, this kind of question. You know how, how how what what sparked my fandom and stuff. I realized upon thinking about it that. Even though the Attitude Era is like it's like I said, it set the foundation for my fandom. What I actually have the most memories and connection to is actually the Ruthless Aggression Era, which is, right. in in my opinion, is a really underrated era as far as I agree. Um, American is concerned. Yeah, uh, people are gonna look. I mean, people have looked back on it very fondly, but I think as time goes along, even more so, people are gonna be like, "Wow, there are a lot." A lot of like greats, uh, you know, going around, running around during that time. So yeah, and also because it was when you know when ruthless aggression was when I was like a teenager. Yeah. And I didn't care about anything. Don't tell me anything, dude. <laughs> so, so that kind of attitude, that was kind of like the ruthless aggression thing. Like I think they struck a really good balance of what their product was. Like attitude here was like catch your attention with all this crazy things that a child thinks is is edgy and then later on it became I I think it was just Ruthless Regression was like a great balance for me and I love that so uh, just to share with you Naman where we're coming from Kamini Ro we actually came into the fandom during the Ruthless Aggression era so we totally missed out on Attitude Era yeah I I hear that a lot especially here in the Philippines I guess it's uh, also a accessibility thing like it wasn't as accessible at a certain point now and then when it came on to solar yes uh, when when they started showing which is i should have been asleep because it was cool the next day but it wasn't (laughs) because i was watching raw on solar sports (laughs) exactly exactly and jack tv then made it even more popular because they showed exactly right right yeah started showing live and all that Do you remember how lucky we were then that we would get live pay-per-views basically for free or as part of our cable subscription? I know it was it was wild. That, that was a great time, and and it was just it was just all wrestling. All that was the Jack TV. That was like basically seventy percent of their program. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Yes, tama tama. So, uh, what point would you say was your peak fandom when, let's say, you were really obsessed with wrestling? You would do all the catchphrases yeah. and the gestures, and you'd collect the merch, wear the t-shirts everywhere, and all that. I don't wanna. Okay, uh, going into this conversation with you guys, I w- I told myself I wanted to speak as little about this as possible because uh, any of my wrestling friends know that I've just gone on and on about this ad nauseum, and I'm sure people are annoyed about me talking about this. But I was lucky enough to go with my dad to WrestleMania 30. Yes. Wow. Seven years wow. Ago. Yeah. And that was one of the greatest experiences of my life. Uh, even though since, you know, my fandom has like dipped to pretty large extremes here and there. Uh, yeah. WrestleMania 30, I'd say was the peak because that was obviously you go to the Mecca and it, I was just, you know, living and breathing it. Like I, I watched before we left for the States, I watched every single WrestleMania the entire car top to bottom before we left. And yeah, I was just absolutely like, I was a horse with, with the, the blinders on for wrestling in 2014, early 2014, because, uh, because I was headed to mania. I mean, you were there, you were literally part of the yes movement and you saw yeah, yes mania at its peak. 
Yeah, I'm, 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 and I'm proud to say that we haven't met, even though I've, I've gone to a few, uh, a handful of your shows, especially back in the MCS days. Oh, wow. Um, so I haven't, I haven't talked your ear off about this yet, so I will do so now. Yes, right. Actually, right. Right. go right ahead. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, I'm, sure. I'm lucky enough to be in his, his book. I'm looking at it now. I don't know the style because I don't really read that much. I just bought it because it's, it was Daniel Bryan. It's called Yes because I met him in, in Access and then I I gave him like a gift and, and a shirt that I made. And then it got onto the website, www.com, which nobody uses anymore. But <laughs> and then it later on, that, that same article made its way into his book. So my wow. name is in his book. And I didn't know until I bought the thing, was just looking through it. I was in Singapore. I was on a tour. I was just looking through it. It's like, why is my name? What? I'm in Daniel Bryan's book. So yeah, he, he was gonna have to check just, my copy. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, dude. Please, I, I'll, I'll give you the page number once this is. No, <laughs> oh, no, that's awesome. I have a copy of the book as well, so we can probably take yeah. a picture and then gagamitin natin pang promo for the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, things like that, and you know, also like as far as like my my the peak of my fandom, right? Like I'm also lucky enough to because you mentioned yes, the yes movement. Um, I made this like moving Daniel Bryan sign that got onto the network in some promo spots and footage and stuff. So, so I'm on, I like, you know, pay-per-views later on, I'd be watching with my friends and then uh, a promo package for WrestleMania 31 would go on, which obviously contains footage from WrestleMania 30. And then I flashed on. It was like, we were like, Oh crap, it was me. So yeah, things <laughs> like that. I kind of r- ran the gamut. Yeah. Of, of wrestling experiences when I, when we made that trip to New Orleans. Yeah, it sounds like you're pretty much on the same level of fandom as we are because we're marking out over the same things, mostly the same <laughs> people. And oh, I've also experienced WrestleMania myself. I went to 35. So, you know, we have that in common. Kofi Mania, New York. Oh, okay. That, that, uh, that was a good one as far as the recent ones to have been, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. How was so, that? How could you go with? What, what was your experience like? So I went with Chris Panzer, also from PWR okay. then. Yeah, so we we went to uh, MetLife Stadium. Sobrang lamig, balut na balut kami. And my favorite moment there was John Cena coming out as OG Cena, Doctor of Thugonomics Cena. Yes, no, it's a, there's nothing like it, man. It, and you, it's also a blessing to watch WrestleMania without the commentary first. Mm-hmm. Just watch the matches, and then later on you get that layer of of the the, the broadcast, and it's just an amazing experience. Like. Even now, like, admittedly, I'm not as, like, that was my peak, right? I'm nowhere near as diehard uh, of a wrestling fan as I was back then. But I'd still, like, say, like, I, my friends, uh, there's three of us uh, who, who are into wrestling, and we, we always get together for the big pay-per-views. Like, we watched the Rumble yesterday. I keep on prodding them and teasing them. Like, one of them is married and has a kid now. One of them is engaged. And I'm like, yo, 40, guys. You know my favorite number? <laughs> this whole bro trip to wrestlemania 40 and, and experience it because people who haven't actually gone to a live wrestling show don't know what they're missing out on amen yeah i like how you've got this uh i, I don't know three five year plan in place to eventually make it to wrestlemania 40 because you parang recommended from the people i've talked to who've gone to wrestlemania it's best to have like a, a two or three year plan just to get all your ducks in a row from your finances to fixing your logistics and making sure that everything is in place so i don't know if that was your experience as well when you went to 30. absolutely dude i don't know what what you how you went about going to 35 but when we went, when my dad and I went to 30, we booked everything ourselves, hotel, tickets, all that stuff. And it was a nightmare. A la carte ba? Yes. Everything. Smart, like, smart. I was, it, it was midnight on my birthday and I was waiting for refreshing the, the ticket site. This was mania itself. I was like, oh, oh, you know, it's, it's, it's so <laughs> deadly, which is why for anyone who's planning to go to WrestleMania, even though it's going to be, you're going to shell out a significant amount more, the convenience is definitely worth it to get those travel packages because they are, you know, they, they just they just cover everything. And booking everything yourself, yourself is a nightmare. And this is going to segue into my story about how, so I had to book everything myself, right? There's this forum, I, I don't even know what the wrestling forum is called. There's hundreds of them, right? If not thousands. But I, there's one where every single year, they, they make this thread that's like a, a help, uh, like just this helpful guide for anyone who wants to travel to Mania and book it themselves. Like everything, people who've been to that place, people from that area will be like, oh, you don't go here, book this hotel, blah, blah, blah. It's just very generous and helpful. And that forum is where I met Shock Undertaker guy, who I will always uh, say 
I was friends with before he got famous. Ellis nice. Uba, the, yeah, the, the, Ellis. the guy with huge eye. Yeah, dude, he is the nicest guy. He is the reason I got to meet the Rhodes brothers at Access because we, we met up at, like he just randomly helped me on one question in that thread. And then I recognized him when I went to Access, went up to him and then we became friends. And he basically gave me his spot in line to meet the Rhodes brothers. Guy's an amazing person. So yeah, a lot of cool experiences like that besides the, the event itself. Bebo, we want to get to know more about your experience at WrestleMania in New Orleans. And we want to start off by asking who you got to meet that was so unforgettable. But before we get to that, let's let our listeners know how they can help out the podcast through their online shopping. All right, so as we all know, we don't need a special occasion to shop online. Whenever we need something, we go get it right away. So that's the convenience and simplicity of online shopping. And because you are a Wrestling Wrestling Podcast listener, we have an exclusive deal for you. Uh, you just have to use our affiliate link, tinyurl.com slash wrestlingwrestlingxlazada, tinyurl.com slash wrestlingwrestlingxlazada to help us out a little uh, with our you know day-to-day operations here. So every time you make a purchase using the mobile app, the mobile Lazada app, it goes a long, long way in helping us out, uh, keep the lights on, keep the show running, and do what we do best. So again, that's tinyurl.com slash wrestlingwrestlingxlazada. Thank you for your help. And now a quick word from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Now hold on just a minute, playa. That's a Teddy Long reference for you. If you're probably wondering how a few wrestling fans who put together a podcast for their love of wrestling have been able to collab with brands here on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, well, the answer is simple. We use Podmetrics. So if you have a podcast, no matter what the size is, you can sign up now at podmetrics.co. That's P-O-D-M-E-T-R-I-C-S dot C-O. And use our referral code, Wrestling2XPod. All caps, one word. That's W-R-E-S-T-L-I-N-G, the number two, the letter X, and the letters P-O-D. Again, Wrestling2XPod, all caps, one word. And hey, it's a great way to show support for the show as well. Now, if you're an advertiser and you want to collab with us on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, who are we to say no? You can head on over to advertiser.podmetrics.co and fill up the form. Again, that's Podmetrics, the easiest way to monetize your podcast. Who did you get to meet nung trip to, uh, at Access or Mania na talagang you'll never forget? Dude, I honestly kind of feel bad that while I was in New Orleans, it was just all wrestling for me. Also, because New Orleans is smaller compared to a lot of other other like sports destination cities, right? So these were just wrestlers everywhere. And I, the reason I said I feel bad is because I, I love New Orleans, but I don't really feel like I got the New Orleans experience. Like it was just all wrestling all the time while I was there. People were just walking around. Like I met what's it, Curtis Axel on the street. Wow. Random. Yeah, just a bunch. Of, I, I met Roman. I met Booker T. I met Christian. I met um, Danny Bryan, obviously, because of because of uh, my access VIP. God damn. So I, even even the super fans, you know, like like you know Sam Roberts. I got I took a picture of Sam Roberts. Um, Rick, the guy with the red hat. Yeah. The, the super fans who you recognize from every single pay per view, right? I walked up to them shamelessly. I was like, "Can I take a picture with you?" Like they're they're that 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 lady with the curly red hair and her son who's who's in a wheelchair they're such nice people that's a whole bunch like goldberg gave me the hardest high five i've ever received in my life it was more of a <laughs> a, a punch five kind of hurt <laughs> uh yeah and and back then wrestlecon whatever independent stuff could be much closer to wrestlemania than they could be now so it was just there too i went to that show too didn't shell out for, for the meets there, but I, just to be in the same room as as a lot of the wrestlers, I like Angle and the Dudleys were all at that at that WrestleCon. It was great just to be around that environment. It, it was basically WrestleMania was New Orleans for that time because the city was so small. And I'm sure every destiny, I'm sure I'm sure um, New Jersey was was the same way when you when you went there. Like you see the signs and you get you, you arrive at the airport. Yes, and, like, yes. All the banners there, like oh my god, we're actually here! Holy crap! <laughs> Yeah. And you feel represented as a fan. Because in wrestling, diba, it's always been categorized as a niche interest. But when you land and touch down to airport and freaking WrestleMania is all over the airport, you you feel represented. I don't know if you felt that way. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, dude. 
my dad is kind of a hothead though so when we arrived like he, he was he was kind of kind of stressed about something so we didn't i he, i was balancing like being like super stoked for seeing everything and and, and like trying to be like okay dad yeah let's just get to our hotel it's okay <laughs> so but yeah that, it's, it's it's a great feeling from just the moment you land you're right like the moment you land you feel represented you feel like like we're all here together on the plane i'm sure did, did you did you meet any fans while you were flying to to jersey Ako hindi, hindi. Sa New York, New Jersey area lang talaga. So, WrestleCon right, right. Access, that's where I really felt the community. You mentioned yung mga right. kinalang super fans. Like, I met Izzy at Access. And I got a hug from <laughs> Izzy, a very consensual awesome. hug. Yes, and, and I took pictures <laughs> with her and her family. <laughs> Tam Roberts, I met him as well. Uh, so, yeah, so and, and I got featured on This Week in WWE. So, Scott Stanford uh, interviewed me for a spot. And then that it got awesome. aired on the network. So, talagang gets yeah, ko yung, you what go. you're saying. I love to hear that. I love that you 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 basically sold out for your experience because you can't be cool about it when you're there. No, like, yeah, every yeah. Chance, get everything out of it as you can, right? So I, I'm glad to hear you. <laughs> you got those spots, man. That's awesome. Uh, you mentioned that you went to WrestleMania with your dad. So is your dad a fan then? And what's his level of fandom? Yeah, he he he's the one who got me into wrestling. Um, like. Back in the Aka video days, Agalaka, um, <laughs> you know, you, you, can, you can rent out tapes of, of, of Raw. I remember, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so still he would rent tapes and we, we watched them. My, my, to, uh, I remember watching Backlash. That, that's one of my earliest wrestling memories is watching Backlash, Rock and Triple H. While we were at my, I was in a hotel with my parents. We watched that pay-per-view. Playing SmackDown with my dad. Nice. One of the epic gaming experiences I had is is I was Stone Cold, obviously, and he was Rock. And it was a steel cage match. We were playing SmackDown on PS1. And we didn't know that to escape the cage, you had to keep pressing up. You had to keep tapping up. <laughs> we were just holding up, and it took forever. <laughs> this match was the longest match ever. It was an absolute stinker. But... Yeah, stuff like that with my dad was. It's my dad is is one of my greatest influences with everything like movies, uh, TV, comics, wrestling. These days he doesn't watch as much, uh, same as me. But like you know, like like last last Sunday he'd be like, "When's the Rumble?" It's like that's tomorrow. Okay, cool. Things like that. Oh. He's it's always he's always aware of that stuff. Solid. Yeah. Quick question: What's your Yo. favorite wrestling game? Game. Ah, I I want to sound like cultured <laughs> but when when smackdown versus rock came out that was like that's fine that was that was epic for me i remember like maybe two after was my favorite maybe 2011 was my favorite oh, nice. svr good yeah. good choice oh, no, wait, wait no sorry sorry but as far as the controls attitude is so good man oh yeah like, yeah yeah that the and all you you had to like remember these like yes fatality type like, like it was a fighting game sequences <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Right. It was great. I love attitude. It was confusing, but it was satisfying to pull off. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You hit the nail on the head. Man, uh, it's it's pretty interesting uh, because I I don't know I didn't expect this level of fandom like heading into this conversation. So I'm <laughs> I'm pleasantly surprised that we're geeking out this much. And I'm glad, man. yeah, um, it uh, we we don't really get a whole lot of people like I who just openly geek out like this, and it's one of the reasons why we we set out to start this podcast way back when because we want right. to find these people, uh, lalena uh, with platforms like yours, like you know, just being unabashedly proud of being a wrestling fan. So, did it ever come to a point where you had to hide your fandom because you were ashamed of it or because it didn't seem cool, lalena, when you got into entertainment? Um, no, not really. Uh, people like. It's good that you mentioned that because, like, one of my because I'm also a huge MMA fan, right? And one of the things I hated, like, if I'm at work, at, you know, theater performing is is a bit of a I'd say a, I might get heat for this, but like it's a bit of more of a feminine type of environment, right? Mm-hmm. There, I'd say a, a lot a lot more women involved in in uh, the performing arts, and as far as their interests go. You know, they're watching this thing called Bridgerton or whatever. Yeah, or, or, on yeah. Netflix. Yeah, and there's this, there's this, um, there's this other thing that bling, bling something. It's that type of type of you know vibe. Demo. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, that type of demo. Yeah, one, one, one of the worst things that I'll hear is whenever they clump, I'll, I'll, maybe I'll post something about UFC, and then they call oh, Bibo and is wrestling again. It's like, whoa, I just <laughs> think that. <laughs> like you're, you're just blanketing it uh, as that, but 
yeah, I, I wouldn't say I, I, I'd have to hide, but like I've always been unabashed about all my interests. So, so I'm, I'm surprised to hear you say that. I guess it's more of a Filipino thing, diba? Na parang it's weird. Like we're some of the friendliest and most communal people on earth. But as far as these things, we don't really gather too much. And that's something that I want to like put people on blast hey. about a bit. <laughs> My friends too. Because, yo, you guys have been putting on shows like like nobody's business. I mean, like you've been working your butts off. And these two friends of mine are currently more into wrestling than I am. Neither of them have been to a live wrestling show, a live local wrestling show. And I'm like, dudes, there's wrestling right here happening before your eyes and all you got to do is pay pay a couple whatever whatever prices it, it's definitely cheaper than whatever wwe live is coming every two or three That's years true. so uh yeah man i mean people just gotta go we just gotta support it if they actually do love it so i don't know it's a it's, it's just something i wanted to make sure i brought up because i love the following and i love the the the, the college vibe okay that that, that gone on in, in 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 the local feds sort of like that full sale um nxt vibe thing that it's yeah, like yeah. this underground lucha underground type of type of vibe but people just gotta keep going man because it's a blast well you know uh there's this one thing called the pandemic and that effectively killed the wrestling scene <laughs> here or at Absolutely. least put it for the, the meantime shelf. for the meantime for the meantime oh, the uh, I, yeah, totally dead so, so, yeah it's, it's on the shelf it's on the injured reserve yeah. list um as we say <laughs> in sports uh but yeah you know before covid hit um i'm I, I have to say that the wrestling community really showed up then for events like you mga viewing parties at skinny mics for wrestlemania yeah. or the rumble did you ever go to those i went to i went to all right, so I just, I'll just have you know that I'm a huge Daniel Bryan mark. Mm-hmm. Like he is just my favorite period, and I, I really, really got it that he didn't win the Rumble. And also back in 2015, when he didn't win the Rumble then either, I was just so hot. I was like, I'm so done with Vince McMahon and his BS. <laughs> but going to Skinny Mike's to watch WrestleMania 31 was one of the greatest wrestling experiences. Oh, you were there? Because it was, yeah, it was like. That was so energetic. I believe it was the first time you guys did it, right? Yes, yes, yes it was. Yes, yeah. Yes. yeah, I answered a question. What was what, what was Eddie Guerrero's? Who was Eddie Guerrero? Who was Eddie Guerrero's last WrestleMania opponent? Rey Mysterio. You gave me a, a great Muta action figure. Which, oh shit! Was that from a, did you get it from Japan? Like, was it from like a Japan trip or something? Uh, I think so. Or kung hindi yun, um, it must have been from a sponsor. Yeah, Dude, yeah. Those we, have, are we have friends. Like, I lo- wow. Okay. Because <laughs> I can imagine going to like I, I don't know if you guys have have traveled have have been to Tokyo. I can imagine going to Nakano Broadway and all the wrestling stuff that you'd find there if you're a if you're into the Japanese stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Um, so yeah, that that was great. Dude, the skinny mics thing, uh, so much fun. I I I was so pleasantly surprised to see how many people were there. Yes, uh-huh. yes. And and the the vibe, the energy. You were a great host, Stan. I, oh, if I thank you. WrestleMania play button is one of my favorite jokes. Yes, uh, and, and, and we use it as the name of the viewing party. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then uh, so so every WrestleMania, so WrestleMania Pirate Scabbard Part Two, I guess, <laughs> is happening this year. So it's <laughs> fun. Yeah, it's amazing. Now, you know, um, it, it feels like this conversation was meant to happen. Like our paths had crossed, and we just didn't know it. Or in my case, you know, we just weren't introduced. So it, it's amazing. Well, the thing is, dude, like, um, so so I have a lot of so uh, a lot of people in the wrestling business here in the Philippines are also like into other forms of entertainment, right? Like uh, right. Derek's a big friend. Of course, mm-hmm. we know each other from Peter, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And the reason that I haven't gotten more involved than I really, really have wanted to for years now is because because we're both in the entertainment industry and things happen on Saturday and Sunday nights. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. whenever they're like, hey, man, come over. Like, you can, like, announce something or, like, whatever. I'd have a show. Things like that, you know. One of my most painful memories when it comes to this stuff is so I was doing Angling El Bimbo in Resorts World. Was it you guys or was it the other guys? Who, I don't want to. I want to stir anything up. But we're not affiliated yeah. right now, so it doesn't matter. Okay, okay. Uh, well, there was a wrestling show happening in the in the mall in Newport Mall, which is where our theater Newport performance. That was theater that was in Atarik, yeah. Yeah, that's MWF. Yeah, MWF was there, and I was like, like at the same time we had the show. I was like, oh man, I want I want to be there, or or like or like have because. 
Well, about understudy, you could have taken on, I know, young Hector for you for that day. Yeah, no, no, no. The, not, not over here in our part of the woods, brother. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if you, you're only if you're only you're only not on stage if you're deathly sick or dying. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it would have been cool to like even just run in as our characters or something. I don't, know, I don't want to disrespect anyone. But, but you know, those things just keep running in your head. Like it would have been so cool to do this, do that. But no, like. And it's funny, like my my theater friends who are also wrestling fans, who uh, a good number of whom are much more athletic than I am, are like, yo, let's go, let's, let's just do a tryout just for kicks. They're 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 like, oh, okay, cool, yeah, whatever. <laughs> like, why don't you? Want to, I, you're more into wrestling than I am. There's wrestling right here. You could try to be a wrestler if you wanted to. Why aren't you taking the opportunity? I don't know. It's weird, but yeah. I get the frustration because you're also from the local theater industry and you know I, I've always said that theater doesn't get the love that it deserves here in this country. Thanks, so I, I think you can relate to yung frustration that come on, support local. Uh, whether it's support yeah. local wrestling or support local theater, support local music. It wasn't really until I got involved with PWR that I began to relate with that frustration. Dude, support local. Yeah, man. And it's just a party. Like, it's it's it's... I love that that that, that vibe of, of of just you know I I know you guys moved around already since but I loved it when it was in MCS and it was in that friggin' Muay Thai boxing gym <laughs> it was so like wow this is like we're at the ground level boys like have you been to have you been to Karakan Hall uh yes I have been to Karakan yeah what what's the what is there a name for that staircase with all the graffiti on the walls uh so Karakan or so MCS so Karakan. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm I'm not familiar but, with that, that wall. Anyway, they, they make they make people line up there in that staircase, right? For for mm. when they're when they're opening the house or whatever. Um opening the house. Such a theater term. But um <laughs> um the, the there's this staircase that has graffiti everywhere. Of course you got the, the belts and the posters in like the main hall, right? But then there's a staircase where like people just like write on the walls and stuff. And I was like, wow, I love the history, I love the vibe, and I love that that sort of like underground niche like this is our thing vibe that and i feel like the local feds are able to capture that really well i'm not sure uh what the worst dressing room you've been in is because i can imagine if you're perfor- uh, performing at resorts world that's such a bougie dressing room but in mcs days ro can attest to this our dressing room was basically as small as harry potter's cupboard oh, <laughs> oh so man. bad yeah. no bathrooms at all i love it was basically the Gatorade bottles that had our drinks in it like two hours prior. <laughs> that's, that's, that's awesome. <laughs> that's indie wrestling, brother. <laughs> hey man, I, I've had to I've had to do a show in a it's like this it was just this office space and our quote unquote dressing room didn't have a bathroom, so uh similar vibes, man. It's it was you, you, we knew who was and wasn't hydrated on that on that uh, during those shows. Let's let's put it that way. But yeah, and also I loved I loved how the the, the wrestlers would just come out. Hey, there's that balcony thing, right? And watch yeah. the yeah. matches as they went along. Because I saw that same thing when I watched the WrestleCon Super Show in New Orleans. Like so that it, uh, Steen was on that card, um, a bunch of other guys, and they they would just like be hanging around while the show was going on, watching the matches. I'm like, okay. I mean, obviously, it's because there are no monitors, but like, I'm surprised that they're like, they're, it was so casual like that, but it, it was cool to see. Like, Michael Elgin was walking around after his match. I was like, hey, good match, Mike. He's like, thanks. So, at least oh, we were able to. Yeah, yeah. yeah Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what was that, Romeo? No, no, no. Uh, no choice but to watch from the, from the balcony because. Uh, we, it's not like we could hang around backstage in the super hot locker room. Right, right. Right, right. Yeah, so that, that was really all we had at the time. Bebo, I've said this so many times here on the podcast, the wrestling and theater, they're kindred spirits as fields and as crafts. Now, I want to ask, how have you been able to incorporate your wrestling fandom into your work as a professional in the world of theater? We'll get to know all about that. But first, here's another way you can support the podcast. And again, it is through your online shopping. 
Right, so we got so many options when it comes to online shopping right now. So if you shop on Shopee, you can also help us out here in the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. You know, help us do what we do. Again, uh, you can use our affiliate link at tinyurl.com slash wwpxshopee. That's tinyurl.com slash wwpxshopee. Again, a portion of the purchase you make, the purchases you make, will go a long, long way in our day-to-day Podcast Network Asia operations. And, you know, just help us do what we do right here on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Again, thank you so much for your help. And now here's another message from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Are you a big sports fan? If so, make sure to listen to Off the Record with me, Mix Bustos. Together, we'll get up close and personal with the biggest names in the sports industry. Check it out after listening to this episode. Off the Record is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all other major podcast platforms thanks to Podcast Network Asia. Catch you guys on my show. I, I want to ask about how you've a, uh, been able to incorporate wrestling into theater, if if apl- applicable, man. Because I've right, always right. looked at wrestling and theater as very similar industries. I mean, one thing I just really give workers, if I if I am allowed to use that term, yeah, yeah, uh, credit sure, sure. for is is how much of a how much of improvisation goes into it, because like. You know, there's there's improv in theater too. Like there's improv involved in classes, ganyan ganyan. Especially if you're like with my experience in El Bimbo, we were creating a show from the from from the ground up, right? So there was a lot of actors like input too. Like maybe I can say this, do that, you know, try things. But when we're actually doing the show and when it's uh, when it's go time, your 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 anchor and and your solace is the script because. That's what you're there for to tell the story, and it's it's written there. Like it's kind of actually looked down upon when when an actor is too improv-y. Like they'll say their lines super verbatim, and it's like, yo, I need to I need to hear what you say every every night because I need to know what my cue is. Things like that. So it's like this machine that works like very specifically and very like there, there's millions of moving pieces, and everything needs to go right for for the next thing to go right. But in wrestling, like you have to gauge the crowd and things like that. Like promos are, for the most part, just oh, cover this, 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 and and just say whatever, or like do you do your thing. And like I'm so anghinako when it comes to that stuff. Like if you ask me to do a promo right now, I'd suck. Like I, I'm, I'm gonna beat you, Zai, <laughs> better than you. Hit my music. You know, it's it's just extra actually. <laughs> <laughs> I think you know, you're too kind, but like. I can't like the magic that people have come up with just going off the cuff has been I I I marvel at it. I was telling um, Jake, we did this on his IG. Jake is about, in Jake DeLeon. Uh, yes, Jake DeLeon. I, I was telling you about how it's just amazing. I, again, like I say, if if we make a mistake, there's always a script. Like we'll always have a rail to get the train back onto, right? If something goes wrong. But in wrestling, it's like yo. You fuck up, and the audience is gonna let you know it because they don't need to keep quiet like ours does. So, so it's really like things need to, to go right. I was watching like, and I'm I'm learning more and more about it. I haven't been so in depth that I'm I've really gone into like what goes into it. Like I don't know what what the terms all the terms are, but things like I was watching. I love Pat McAfee, and I was watching his match with with Adam, Adam Cole. Cole. Yeah. And there's this there's this spot there's this moment where Adam's sitting on the ground I, I think Pat just hit something and then Pat goes in for a, for a rear chin lock or whatever and then I see Adam Cole do this like he flails around sorry this is not your thing he flails around as Pat's doing that so there's a struggle and then Pat cinch the cinches the hold in if it's if, if if it's not Adam Cole who's an amazing wrestler that's gonna look like crap because it's just gonna be a guy sitting there who who when another guy just puts his arm around his neck. But because because Adam makes a story of it and is like just that small moment of like struggle, next next beat, like I'm sure that's something you learn if you're training. But like it's something that a lot of people will take for granted, unfortunately, if they're watching. Like they think they think this stuff just happens, but these guys are are doing things in there like almost to the second of of things that they need to keep you entertained and keep your attention focused on what they're doing. 
No, I'm glad na you pay that much attention to detail and considering na you uh, haven't really gone through wrestling training. I mean, you know, I haven't really gone through a whole lot of training myself and it takes me forever to notice these uh, little details. So it also says a lot about, I guess, your eye and your attention to detail as a fan. That's only, it's only something that I've really tried to pay attention to now. I think it's also a, a, a product of getting to talk to guys like you who are in the business and like seeing it at a ground level because you've, you've watched wrestling since you were a kid, right? And these 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 icons are such, you know, they can do no wrong. But when you realize that things can go wrong is when you're like, why didn't it? And what did they do to to make it as good as it was? Like, yeah, things like that. It's, it's really fascinating. It, it was only recently that I started really paying attention to that stuff. By the way, it's funny that you say that you haven't gone too much training, as I'm sure you've uh, you've uh, influenced the results of many an important bout <laughs> in your day. Despite that, regardless. Well, thank um, you for acknowledging uh, my part in in uh, canon <laughs> or in the history of uh, the local scene. But yeah, despicable person. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I love I love that, and also I guess it was because sorry, I'm going on about it. No, no, no. It, it's but okay. Yeah, I guess it was because it was Pat in that match. And even though he can go, like you can see, he doesn't move like other wrestlers do. And there are these these these, these moments in between where it's kind of dead, even though yeah, it's entertaining because it, it's Pat McAfee in there. But like you can see, like, like even when like Stephen Amell, like he did that thing with, 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 with Cody, right? And even though he was doing these impressive athletic things, the, the in-between stuff was missing. Yeah. And because of that, it felt weird. It felt like, it felt like the, the the match felt naked without all of that nuance <laughs> in the thing. Yeah, uh, those are really good points. And again, you know, these are things that not everybody can notice. So I would say like that that's a deeper level of watching and enjoying the business. What you what you just laid yeah. out, right? Uh, like Kamini Row, we we kind of talk about it on the podcast with Chino, pero not that much anymore. N- not these days, right? Oh, okay. It's more of the more like the, the the general stuff. What's going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like the story, how we feel about it, yeah. where it's going, you know, stuff like that. So that that's a that's a new level of deep, which oh, I I have an appreciation for it. I feel like when it comes to WWE, like even though like people are so frustrated with the product as it stands, you can count me among that. Like I I, I love a pay per view, like I love DLC, and then more stuff will happen throughout the week, and I'm like, really, what? Why? Despite that. <laughs> You can you can say that, but like I think also like their in ring is the best it's ever been because yes. there are just so many talented wrestlers yes. right now. That's despite right. the fact that like the the general stuff isn't as palatable as it as it could be or or was in the past. Sorry, you you were gonna. No, no, we'll be the first to say that the Royal Rumble was really, really good. Like, uh, we gave yeah. it an A on the podcast, so we feel like, you know, when certain people are running the show, like, I guess, Adam Pierce for the Rumble this year, it, it works really, really well, like a well-oiled engine. So, you know, there's that at least. Was, was it? Sorry, I don't know what the positions are, but like Adam was like the main booker of the Rumble for this year. Is that is that a deal? Is that something? Uh, according to the rumors uh, going around from the wrestling news sites, Adam Pierce was in, highly instrumental in putting the match together. So oh. the way it's laid out, you can thank him for it. Ah, I see. I see. I actually I did enjoy it despite despite Daniel Bryan not winning. The match itself was, was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I want to ask about uh, mga wrestling references that you're able to sneak in to your work if possible because siguro yung parang pinaka reference point ko dito is Jake Cuenca because when we asked him this question, he said that when he was starting out as a model for Bench, he would walk down the ru- uh, runway and then he would pose on stage like Randy Orton in his <laughs> underwear. So yung mga, yung mga ganun small references, like did you ever get to do that on stage? I, I, I try not to because it's like I mean, modeling or something like, or some, or, or uh, I'm sure the bevy of appearances he's done uh, in shows and stuff, you can, you can get away with that. But like theater is kind of like, like you got to respect the the story. Mm-hmm. So me personally, I don't want too much of me in, involved in that equation. So as much as possible, I'll try to get away from it. But my friend Reb, who was my alternate, Reb is one of my 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 friends who I put on blast. By the way, my wrestling friends who I put on blast whenever I see a show. So if you want to interview someone next and just you know um, set him on a pyre, <laughs> that guy who was my alt, who was who was my alternate for uh, we 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 both played Young Hector in Angulinga Bimbo. There's one moment there where he once in a while he'd throw up a too sweet uh, to to joy, uh, <laughs> like and people actually noticed it, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I didn't want one. 
uh, once in a while, but like, you know, I didn't want to, I didn't, I didn't want to cop his thing. <laughs> no, no, no. That, that's uh, totally fair. As we begin to wind down here, uh, you already mentioned going to WrestleMania live and how that was your wrestling pilgrimage of sorts, right? So, meron pa bang holy grail of things that you feel like you need to do as a wrestling fan before, you know, before it's all over or let's say uh, a, a legend or a superstar that you have to meet before it's all said and done? I, I didn't get to meet Stone Cold while I was in New Orleans, but he and JR were eating at a restaurant and it, they were like right by this huge glass window. And as I was walking back to my hotel room from, from access or the, the access building that day, I turned to my left and I made eye contact with Stone Cold Steve Austin, like two feet away from him through a glass pane, which was really cool. Um, so yeah, it'd be cool to meet him. But I, I mean, like, honestly, I, I kind of feel the same way about that as I do having met D. Bry because like I, I didn't really get to talk to Daniel Bryan like we were just like hi hi hello if you're gonna if you're gonna get if you're asking like pipe dream be stuck in a room with someone for yeah. like a couple, yeah. a couple hours just to be able to talk their head off Vince McMahon dude like <laughs> first like just stare into him for like all the stuff he made me depressed about for <laughs> and I'd be like so really Vince like what's the deal you know things like that um, it was funny uh, hearing about how, how Christian talked about, you know, how he won the title and then Randy just beat him the next day. Mm-hmm. And then apparently, like, Vince explained to him, like, okay, we really need you guys to to get all the way to SummerSlam, but we can't turn Randy heel because he, he just turned face. So we need you to juggle. Things like that. So it, I'm sure when if you're in the room, when these conversations happen, Vince probably has some some voodoo magic that he puts on people. It convinces them this is a good idea, and uh, I don't think any of us would be immune to that. Even though, like you know, later on we're like, "What the hell was that? Why would you do that? That's such stupid, you know, <laughs> it's such a stupid decision." But I'm sure if we were in the room, we'd be like, oh, "You're right, Mr. McMahon. Okay." Jedi <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> As a last question, you know, you've been through so many eras as a wrestling fan from the Attitude Era all the way to the present day. And as you mentioned yourself, you've dipped in and out and have been a fan to varying degrees. But right now, what keeps you watching the product or who keeps you watching the product? Daniel Bryan winning the... (laughs) Honestly, uh, it's that. It's, It's my favorites who are still there. Like... And yeah, uh, I, I saw I saw I saw your I saw your uh, reaction to the Rumble winning. I will say I have that same rated our superstar shirt. I was gutted when Manila happened to be a pro Cena crowd. I was so confused when they first came here or, or when they came here after a long while back in 2006. I was such an edgehead, but I, I was I was I was so gutted that Debra didn't win. Even though like I was such an I, I'm a huge Edge fan, but I was a little depressed when he won. So. You know things like I feel I, I definitely am too passionate about certain wrestlers here and there. Uh, that's just the mark in me. I can't help but like root for my guys. Yeah, I can't like nothing pull away. And, yeah, I can't help. I, I can't like pull away and appreciate just the match or something, even though it was one of the best rumbles in a while. Um, yes, yeah, so it's it's that it's it's my favorites who, who keep me watching and things like appreciating someone's work is is, is okay. Like I mean. I've hated Roman Reigns for years. Now he's one of my favorite superstars because they finally did the thing that they should have been doing this whole time with him. So yeah, it's that. It's 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 seeing my favorites, and uh, that's really it. I'm I'm such a mark. <laughs> it's just my favorite guys that, that that keep me keep me watching. Like I got so excited when D. Bride did that first um, talking smack with Paul, and he was like, "I'm gonna beat your guys' ass." I was like, yes, Daniel. Yes, you are. Yeah, things like that. I, I love it because that's way more that I expected from when I asked you on Twitter, Ui, what's your wrestling diet like? And you're like, oh, you know, I watch here and there a couple of clips and then all the details that you went into. No, no, sir. You don't just watch clips. <laughs> oh, no, no. I guess I undersold that a bit. <laughs> yeah, you totally undersold that. <laughs> no, but I, you know, yeah, sorry. Uh, sorry, go on. No, I was I was just gonna say I I appreciated it. Like we're almost at an hour here, and it really didn't feel like it just because your passion for wrestling just emanated through the call. I know, like I've quit I've quit wrestling so many times because of because of all the BS, but I just keep coming back. And I guess it's because I'm talking to, to to you guys. You know, I, just, <laughs> I can't help but but pour out, and also because we're fresh off the rumble. Yeah, but like for the like, there's this dead spot in my fandom from like 
2016 to 2019, right? I just wasn't paying attention at all. Like I always watched Mania, but other, the Rumble Mania, like I told you. But other than that, like all that AJ stuff when he first came in, I was I was completely like tuned out at that point. So I guess in that sense, just just being the keeping up annually is a little is a little fuzzy there, but. But you caught me at a good time. Let's just say that to, to have this conversation. <laughs> hey, if you're ever down to come back and do a preview podcast with us, like for, I don't know, this year's WrestleMania, we'd be down for that. Dude, I would love to, man. And nice. I've been, I've been, this whole interview, I've been waiting for you to, to, to ask me something like that. Let's yon, do it. Yon, yon. Yon. So G-man. we're going to stay in touch. And, um, you know, just like how we followed each other, where can our listeners catch you on social media? Yes, on the Sakmez, you can catch me at Biba Las Vegas on IG, at Biba Reyes on Twitter. And then, um, sorry, just a quick little plug. Uh, for if you, for anyone who wants like video greetings or whatever, this is so shameless. I hate it. No, no, um, go ahead. Go down, go down. I'm, I'm on Shoutout. Shoutout.com, I believe, is the website. And yep. uh, you can also book me through Vid4UPH on Instagrams. Solid, solid. Well, uh, we can't judge you for that because we are on shout out as well. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. No, no judgments whatsoever. B. Boreas, thank you so much, man. Thank really you, man. enjoyed this conversation. And uh, there's definitely going to be a sequel for this one. Awesome. I like, love to hear it. Dude, thank you so much. This was so much fun. Um, and uh, honestly, I've, I've been trying to, to like, you know, squeeze my way in through the cracks of, of the local industry for a while, but I just can't seem to do it. But I'm so glad to be able to talk to you guys today to say thank you for that great mood to figure and to just appreciate all the things you guys do for the art of wrestling here in our neck of the woods. Thank you so much, guys. This was so much fun. We appreciate that you appreciate it. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. Thanks again to B. Boreas for joining us on the podcast. And what did we tell you? But that was a conversation grabe, that grabe. I was so pleasantly surprised I've had today. That was my open invitation for Sha yeah, you know, we, we love it whenever the guests are down to come back. And best believe that Bibo Reyes will be back here on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Now, if there are any other personalities, especially here in the local scene, that you want us to get in touch with, like for some reason, you know that they're a big wrestling fan and they haven't shown up on our radar for whatever reason, please feel free to hit us up at Wrestling2XPod on Twitter or at Wrestling Wrestling Podcast on Instagram. We'd appreciate all leads and yeah, you know, you know, mm-hmm. we, we just really want to help keep bringing the wrestling community together even though we're all stuck at home and make new friends along the way. And this is what we do here on the podcast. Now, if you can't get enough of what we do and everything we talk about, there are two ways for you to keep getting your Wrestling Wrestling Podcast content. First off, there is the patron program. So Ro, let's tell them how they can sign up to be part of our patron program. Right, so this is this recording is right after the Royal Rumble we had, uh, the Royal Rumble watch party we had just yesterday. So you can be a part of that as well. We can be a part of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast pay-per-view watch-alongs, if you will, by signing up to be a, a part of our Patreon. So all you have to do is go to patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast for as low as 250 pesos a month. You can join our little fledgling community. Perks include having access to exclusive post-show content wherein uh, we review uh, your favorite wrestling shows. That's Raw, SmackDown, and and Dynamite and pay-per-views as well. And then, Champion, I mean, Discord community in which you can talk uh, wrestling and other stuff with uh, your fellow fans. Right now, it's growing steadily. So uh, best believe that you can get some really good conversation going. And we also have merch, uh, exclusive merch that we can ship to you just for being a member of our Patreon. So right now, our merch du jour is uh, the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast face mask that is super stylish, super soft, and super breathable. And best believe that there will be more merch on the way. So a lot of those things you can get for, again, as low as 250 pesos when you sign up for our Patreon at patreon.com slash wrestlingwrestlingpodcast. Do it now if you can. And if you want to keep watching us live, we have our weekly streams on Kumu at Wrestling Wrestling Pod. It happens every Thursday at 7 p.m. So uh, if you want to hear us talk about things as they happen, Lalonema, current events or the big news, that's where you tune in for, for the show. All right. As for social media, you can follow us on Twitter at Wrestling2XPod, Instagram and Facebook at Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, and Kumu at Wrestling Wrestling Pod. 
Thank you so much to everybody working behind the scenes, especially Babyface producers Nika and Sola and the rest of the Podcast Network Asia team for letting us do what we do best and that is talk about wrestling for you, the Filipino wrestling fan. And now, uh, this episode of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast is officially in the books. We'll catch you again on the next one, whether that's on the Kumu stream or the next exclusive audio-only episode. Until then, on behalf of Chino Liao, who's still in the U.S., and Romaran, who's right here with me, my name is Stan C. saying thank you very much. Please mask off, stay safe, stay healthy, and peace out. Peace. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.